Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings! <coughs> Excuse me. Oh no. <coughs> Excuse it's me. already started. It's not starting. That is a cough because I have allergies. It's just allergies. I picked up a really dry cough recently, um, and it's just allergies and a little bit of a headache. But I think it's more of like a hay fever, and I think a hay fever is something that goes with allergies. You I'm look a little sure. sweaty. Oh, man. I'm always sweaty. It's, it's not deep. hot in here. It is very hot in here. It's not hot in here? No. Are you fucking hot, dude? You son of a bitch. Yes, it is. No, no it's me? not. So, like, Don't gaslight look, me. But the, it's, it's, you're looking. It just doesn't look like hay fever or whatever. Dude, I went to the doctor literally today, and like, fucking, it's allergies. Okay, okay they just gave okay. me Benadryl. Were you tested? No. Oh no, I wasn't that kind of doctor. Very cool. Speaking of that, allergies. Let me spark up uh, a little medicine. <laughs> Some inspiration. <laughs> mm-hmm. Greetings, cool boy, Bat Nation, and welcome to another <gasps> growing installment of a painful Batman and Beyond podcast, because I'm Nightwing Ballard. <laughs> and I am Batgirl Steve. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> well, no. you take Nightwing. Add yeah. Clayface? But you shouldn't appropriate someone else's gender. What do you mean? <laughs> Batgirl Steve? Yeah. You're not a girl. You should leave that to the one of the women that work here. One of the hot women that work here. There's no one else that's on air besides me and you. Yeah, because I don't let the women get on air. So I can so I'm taking the moniker. Steve, woo, high five. <laughs> <laughs> woo! Oh, Nightwing Steve. <laughs> I'm Clay Face Ballard. And you can be Nightwing Steve again. We're we're doing our names again? No, oh, I'm just giving you Nightwing Steve now so you can feel comfortable. Oh, you felt I, I didn't feel I think you were the one that didn't feel comfortable. No, I didn't want I didn't want the moniker. It just was too much of a burden. Yeah. If I'm Nightwing Steve, that means I have to be on the whole episode, and I don't want to be Nightwing Steve on the whole episode. You didn't call yourself Nightwing Steve. You just called yourself Nightwing You're Ballard. right. And I'm Nightwing Steve. Oh, wow. Now you're just taking my whole name? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Yeah, what's going on? Single <laughs> white female over here. Hey, Steve, actually, speaking of that, um, do you have any space in your place? Because I, I might have to move out. I'm not paying my rent so well. Well, use that PPP loan. That's for this. That's for a different thing. That's uh, for you can use it for everything. I'm talking about me. <laughs> oh, you want the PPP? Yeah, I want that PPP in the office because I use that for the drugs we use <laughs> and, like, you know, the alcohol we drink. Um, and, like, it's important to be able to keep everybody up. There's no comment on that, but I think Except you can use it. Except for the drugs that, that I'm <laughs> passing you right now. 
I, I think we can use it for some of your uh, rent. Drugs? You know, if, if you do business out of your house. <laughs> are, are you you're getting back on your habit? This is uh, back to... There's nothing you to better fucking not do during this quarantine. All I do is I quarantine here with you and everyone else, all the other 25 women. I don't want them and then, on me. Steve, and so... let me get this straight. When they're homeless people and I'm trying to give homeless people jobs, you don't want them working around oh, you. Oh, definitely not. When I try to get a bunch of sexy ladies to work around you, you don't want them breathing on you. You know, it was a good call on my part on not letting those homeless people. Imagine if we had the pandemic and the homeless people in here. You think it was a good call? You got your ass kicked by a whole bunch of homeless people? You know people? what? I, it was worth it. I don't, they're out. They're not here. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> they're not Fuck, here. I'll text them again then. I mean, I'll, what? I'll... Are you still talking to them? What the yeah. fuck? I text them every once in a while. They beat the shit out of me. I was in the hospital. They're sorry. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're sorry. What the fuck? Mm. (laughs) You do not like it. Should we get into tonight's episode? I guess we should. I like this episode. Yeah, it was good. (coughs) Tonight's episode is Growing Pains, directed by Atsuko Tanaka. Story by Paul Denny and Robert Goodman, and teleplay by Robert the Commander Goodman. This episode aired on February. <laughs> aired on February. Oh my God! 20- yeah, I think you need to say it again. Aired on. <clears throat> aired on February. <laughs> 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 Anyways, keep going. 28, 1998, <laughs> and this week's villain is Clayface. Spoiler alert. Major spoiler alert. Yeesh. Wikipedia says Robin fights to protect a young girl with amnesia from Alfred, named Annie, who is being stalked <laughs> by her father. Oh, sorry. What did I say? You threw an Alfred in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, who is being stalked by her father, who turns out to be Clayface, having created the girl from his own body, just like any parent, I guess, to scout out the city, he now intends to reabsorb her. So we have Robert Goodman back, Steve, of course. He wrote this episode, Bobby Goodman. Bobby the Naval Commander. Bobby the Retired Naval Commander. Is this Goodman. the guy that you found on Wikipedia? Yes, Steve. Uh, he's the A6 intruder, bombardier, navigator <laughs> from the 1980s that was shot down over Lebanon. And he crashed and he got taken as a prisoner of war. And literally, Reverend Jesse Jackson had to go and get him out of Syria. And now he became like, you know, this... Commander and retired do? in 1995. Naval commander. <laughs> he wrote this episode. Yeah, I know. Like, did he write another episode? No, yeah, it's a different he, person. He wrote Double Talk. It was his favorite episode ever. The one about Scarface dying. For I'm no pretty reason. sure that's not. You, you have your your names crossed. I thought Steve, we. Steve, this is what that. Wikipedia links me to. What well, does Wikipedia write? <laughs> yes, of course it is. Uh, <coughs> I don't. I and then disagree. Steve, the director. Atsuko Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Was he a prisoner of war? She's Steven. Oh, uh, my God. She's Japanese. And she is fucking loaded her resume <laughs> with the best shit ever. So she's done some DuckTales stuff. She did some Tiny Toon Adventures, How I Spent My Vacation. 
She's done, of course, uh, uh, key animator stuff here in the Batman animated series, Feet of Clay Part 2. So she's finally getting to do her own Clayface episode uh, and direct it. She did Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. She's done Animaniacs. Those are some of my favorite shows. Here's where shit gets interesting. She started working with Hayao Miyazaki for Princess Mononoke. Ooh. Continued working with him. <clears throat> excuse me. Continued working with him with Spirited Away, Best Picture, or Best Animated Picture. Also, Howl's Moving Castle, fucking great movie. Ponyo, The Wind Rises. I think that's Hayao Miyazaki's last film to date. She's also notable in being used in Superman the Animated Series, uh, the new ba Batman Adventures. She was a director and a storyboard artist and a key animator. Wacko's Wish, some more Animaniacs. Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. She was a key animator. Yeah, she has quite the career. Amazing career. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't believe that she was like uh, so instrumental in animation supervisor in so much of uh, Hayao Miyazaki's work. His work is incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is one of the best. Like, uh, honestly, for me, he's as inspirational to animation as Walt Disney is, or as Don Bluth is, or as Chuck Jones is. You know, uh, or 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 Fritz uh, Freeling or whatever his name is. Hayao Miyazaki's huge, and that she was such an instrumental part of his team. So this is her first episode directing, and this is her kind of calling back to what started her work in the Batman uh, series of Feet of Clay, part two. So pretty cool. Very interesting. And she gets to work with people like Ron Perlman again, who's back as Clayface. Um, anyways, we just saw Robin, uh, you know, having bumped into Annie and tried to, like, save Annie, and then was with... Uh, Alfred and decides to get out of the car and dress up as Robin instead of being Tim Drake when he's with Alfred. What I found amazing was one of the parts of the costume of Robin is to just tussle your hair a bunch. Uh, yeah, you well, know, he does have a different hairstyle. It's much more spiky. So he just it like is. He, uh, he undoes it, throws on the mask. He throws the domino mask on, right. But he tussles the fuck out of his hair. I had a note at the very beginning uh, that we kind of skipped over because we were talking about some of the other stuff that was interesting. was just how creepy it was the very beginning of the episode with, like, the biker gang kind of chasing mm -hmm. this girl. And this girl is obviously, like, 12. I like I, I don't know. what how, how old do you think she is? I think, like, pretty underage, obviously. Yeah, or 10. 10, 10 maybe. 10 to 12. Yeah. And this biker gig is like, hey, pretty girl, what are you up right. to? Like, it was very uh, scary to me. Like, Well, not only like, that, Steve, but right now we just got Clayface reveal as the father figure, right? And he's revealed in the shadows, and it's haunting imagery. Oh, yeah. It's like an abusive father. There's a lot well, of, Well, but like, he's a completely black doorway. You can't see anything. And then, uh, then headlights go by, and it shows that there's a person in there. And that's when he's revealed. That's when he decides, okay, I'll start walking out. And he walks out slow like Mike Myers, the shape. You know, and he just kind of, like, stalks Annie. Like, it's it's crazy. And, it, like, when you know it's Clayface, of course you're like, oh, it makes sense. But otherwise, I mean, you're just like, this is some abusive father figure. Like, what oh, the yeah, fuck's going it's, it's on in this episode? It's meant to be scary like that. And, I, I mean, that's what it's, it's harrowing is that this girl mm -hmm. is is running away from an abusive uh, father is what you're yeah, supposed now, to get out of it. When you first saw this and you weren't, you know, the twist was exposed to you um, – would you say you thought he was just an abusive father, or did you think it was a little bit more of kind of like he was a father figure over a bunch of different homeless kids? Kind of like the Sewer King. I think I have watched most of this new Adventures of Batman, but this is one of the few episodes that stuck with me in terms of like only watching it once 
and remembering it. And mm-hmm. I think it was because of like the themes in this episode. Uh, and it starts off with this, yeah, gr- like runaway girl who is running away from an abusive <laughs> family. And I think that that's what I was, uh, what, la- what lasted for me. Uh, the threats, I guess. It felt very real. And then the whole ending of this ep- of the episode where she basically dies uh, was, you know, yeah. it was really, uh, the stakes were, I felt different in this episode. Kind of throughout. It's, it's, it's not only that basically she dies, it's also how she basically dies. Oh, yeah, dies. it's real. Uh... Like, it reminded me a lot of The Thing. Like, John Carpenter's The Thing. Like, it had echoes of that. Like, this kind of, the way she was joining. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for And kind sure. of, like, uh, combining with, like, uh, uh the, the, her father or Clayface, you know, like that's just, ooh, it's so intense. Yeah, this was one of these ones that was like a very sort of like mature episode, I guess, in terms of very mature the what was being told, mm-hmm. and uh, it, you know, and this one, again has basically Robin or uh, Tim basically like not listening to Batman <laughs> going off on his own and, and whatnot. Uh, and, but also Tim feeling like Batman's not listening to him. Yeah, so you know, I guess it's a theme on it's a play on the the uh, title of Growing Pains that uh, yep. it's it's his their growing pains together and let Batman's not like taking him seriously or he feels that like Batman's not taking him seriously. Alfred mentions that uh, he has a tracker on him at all times and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, know. but Batman's a dick to everyone, like as you mentioned, like oh, yeah. many times I mean, in the past. He does it again this episode, like when Alfred literally is like, you know, with Batman, and Batman's like checking the um, the mud that he found that came off of the father's shoe, and he's testing it, and he eventually runs it against you know a sample that was Clayface, and to him he's like, it's Clayface, oh my god, and he bounces, and then Alfred's like, what is it? What is it, Bruce? What is it? And he's like, not gonna tell ya. Zoom, Dro- drove off. It's. He's like, oh man, Batman, you're such an asshole for no reason to people. You could, there's no need for you to hide that information or compartmentalize it from Alfred in that moment. Like, it's just, he didn't care. I'm not telling you, Alfred. Fuck you. I'll yeah. tell you later when I get back. It's not important enough for him to tell. Alfred is the most important person in Bruce Wayne's life. He took care of him. He raised him. You hate Alfred. What are you now I going up, going to his defense well... right now? You're right, Steve. Alfred in the comics and some movies is an amazing character. Uh, you've, uh, Alfred in the animated series is questionable. So right <laughs> now we have you know Tim trying to find Annie, and he's basically gone to like a third world country. Like, what is going on? Where did he go? The, he's walked over to this area where kids are sleeping out in the open under like broken freeway passes and stuff. It's the Narrows. It's the Narrows. Like this is the area that they ruin that Batman and Robin ruin all the time with their you know, yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's their playground. <laughs> It's where they go to play. It was at like night. seriously. I made a big note. I was like, "What? Where the? Where the fuck did he go? Like he's he's like walking around, not just the ghetto. It's not the first time, Steve. We've had kids in random places in the city of Gotham. They were just sleeping under the underdwellers. Broken... Isn't that the Sewer King episode where the kids are just living in the sewer? Yeah, those were those were like, uh... and those are real kids, not fake clay kids. Those are real children named Frog. It's just going where runaways go. Uh, where, that's a third world country, apparently. Like, it's the nineties, man. He it's knows, the nineties. He knows. Uh, I know. Like that. That reminds me of kind of like with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, like the, the runaway kids go into that like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. nightclub area or whatever. That's like uh, 
don't know. It's just funny, like, the, the ideas that they had of, like, what, what Runaways did or something. They had the best time ever. They had the <laughs> best stories. Um, I as, as we're approaching Clayface now in this episode, uh, an official Clayface, a real Clayface, because we're going to see the father in the, in the tube, and then he turns into Clayface in front of Robin and Annie. Um, did Clayface get bigger, Steve? I I think so. Maybe it's part he of the, looked bigger, his revamp. Right? His is the most like I don't think there's much change to him though. Other than other than just getting bigger, getting bigger and having that ability to separate himself, I guess. I guess, but now see all of that the, the biggerness, the, uh, the attributing his uh, you know ability to separate himself and to a little like um, kind of a, a scouts. And, and the way that he's also, since we now have seen Holiday Nights, we've kind of, this episode takes place before Holiday Nights. I don't think we've ever mentioned that yet. Um, in Holiday Nights episode, we did mention that, which was the season premiere. This, um, it's kind of weird that it, like, takes place so far after Holiday Nights, but they, they answer why he's able to actually be affected by electricity in Holiday Nights by simply one little line in this. Something in the chemicals made him whole again. <laughs> the, these chemicals, whatever something They're in these good. chemicals is, they did everything we needed to make Clayface a different, slightly different character than he was in seasons one. Season, yeah. By the way, Clayface was only in, I think, Batman the Animated Series. I don't think Clayface was ever in the New Adventures, or no, The Adventures of Batman and Robin. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know either. Mudslide was, I think, in um, was in season one. I'm almost certain of it. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, yeah, I think it was episode fifty-two actually, of season one. And uh, yeah, it was the it was near the end of the season, and that's when he died. And that's when he quote unquote died. At least that's when he fell into the ocean. Yeah, I like how they flash back to it though, and try and give you some. Like, they they try to actually explain how he survived so they, yeah. and other times they don't even care like when Joker goes and looks like yep. he dies it's just the next episode he's back for instance for instance when he blows up in the Lex Wing during World's Finest the Superman episode right he he just he just shows up again <laughs> in this series there's no answer but yeah you're right they they actually show you the events immediately following Mudslide the end of Mudslide and uh, it, it's cool that they did that with the flashback. I, I thought that was yeah, they, cool. They explain it because you're like, what? How? How did he survive that? He was. He, I mean, and why is he trilogy. so much better now? It was. It kind of. They needed to explain it because he was like falling apart too, like in that episode. It's, it's kind of weird um, to me that this is. If you take Feet of Clay because it's a two-parter, if you take that story as one story uh-huh. and then you have mudslide and then you have growing pains you only have three episodes of clayface and yeah. all of batman and he's such a good um, villain i like him he's an amazing villain um and he's so you know well realized in this series and it's crazy kind of like with uh mr freeze that he's so limitedly used but like boba fett like mr freeze clayface is maybe even more popular because of his limitations in story narratives and stuff like that that was used a lot utilized by the writers um but i mean it's just one of those things i'm like wow i can't believe there's only been three real stories with clayface yeah like that's it it's a shame there is however he does show up again i looked this up he shows up again in episodes of the secret society episodes of justice league uh season two episodes 17 and 18 Gorilla Grodd's Secret Society. Um, he's one of the villains in that. 
But, I mean, this is it. This is the last Clayface episode. His uh, powers are almost could be so vast that it might be that it's just, like, uh, too hard to make him be defeated is what I would think. is Like, maybe it's a problem that he's just too powerful for Batman to fight. You know, he's able yeah. to, like, turn into other people. He has these claws. You know, I don't know. It's just, like, after a certain point, it's like, how, how is Batman always one-upping this, like, sort of supernatural being? Yeah, shapeshifter that can also take almost, like... It's he like, can it's take anybody's like, shape, yeah. And he's, he's an mystique actor. and he's the blob at the same time. And he could just disappear. Yeah. And and they've um they've had to end, you know, his stories... The first one being Feet of Clay ended with him faking his death and then running away as a woman. And then Mudslide ends with him essentially dying. I mean, it's the woman and Batman on top of a cliffside looking down at an ocean crying because the fucking Clayface just died. So him in this one, it's kind of odd that they kind of – it's not a fake death and it's not a real death, quote-unquote. It's just he gets arrested. Yeah. And they put him in a meta-human, like, Some sort of water containment. tank that, like, yeah. maintains him so he can't do anything. Did they have arrested. that already planned out? Like, Yeah, where did they come up with this meta-human tank? Like, who else would have needed something like that? Yeah. Maybe Superman now because they have Superman in this, in this uh, version. Well, we have already had two seasons of Superman. That's right. And Star Labs was introduced in Superman. So, I mean... There could definitely be connections between Star Labs and Wayne Tech. Yeah, and I mean, they've had vague references to Superman, so I guess you could try to make some argument about that. But this was so disturbing. Right now we're watching when Annie gets uh, sort of... Uh, enveloped. Enveloped, and Robin just has to watch. and, and he, he hates it. And Clayface just feels, like, so much stronger. It looks like he now has, like, metal powers, too, or something. Do you remember the uh, quote um, uh, from uh, the the Batman episode from the first season? And he's like, you know, I am vengeance. I am the knight. It's kind of funny because, like, Robin really is more I am vengeance in these moments. Like, he's mm-hmm. just like, fuck you. Bring her back. And Clayface is like, I can't. She's just part of me. And he just starts – Dinging this solvent, this highly flammable solvent, just so it can destroy Clayface, like kill him. Like Robin's willing to kill Clayface at the end of this episode. Oh yeah, he was going to that point, and yeah. So now it was up to Batman to to stop him. He's always willing to save Clayface, right? I mean, he cares. He just abandons Clayface while the place is blowing up. Clayface just gets like knocked unconscious. That's enough. Batman knew he could handle it. I don't, I don't <laughs> He's know. like, that's I don't enough. Know. It's a little bit of a weak ending, honestly, I gotta say. I thought the explosions and the fire and the setup with Robin and Annie being eaten by Clayface uh-huh. was all fantastic. But then, you're right, the fact that Clayface just fell and then he gets put into a metahuman water tube that keeps him trapped. And then the episode ends and really the only thing that happens is Robin w- wants to lean on the murder charge a little bit more. Like, that's the only thing that really happens in the well, end. Well, I mean, they emphasize that. Like, even if you're like, so, you know, some kids might not get, like, they might be like, oh, whatever. Right. She was just, but, like, to him, that was like a living person that just got well, killed. Well, she was. And I, I think it maybe needed another episode to make her a living person. Can you imagine if this was a two parter, which is something I don't think they're really doing much this season? Yeah. But can you imagine that this was a two parter? And then it was the end of part one you found out that that abusive father was Clayface, and then all of part two was a Clayface episode. 
I feel like that could have been something that would have connected me more to the character of Annie. A- instead, it's just it's kind of a little rushed. I love the episode otherwise. I give it four out of five boys. It's a little rushed at the end, and that's about it. What about you, Steve? Um, I haven't thought about the boys. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I think I'll give it like four and a half. Like I said before, this for, you know, so I feel like this one really, eh, you know, I'll give it five. I felt like it really uh, has some like uh, deep themes. And, it does. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it handled them pretty well, and it, again, it's like interesting to see. I feel like they are really kind of focusing in this reiteration on like sort of the development of this Robin and how mm-hmm. he's, uh, you know, much more challenging of uh, Batman. And it might be that he, it's just because he's younger. And the Robin that we saw in the first season had already gone through that period of time of like arguing right. with him and being. And he wasn't of, really Robin then, right? He was kind of more of just Dick Grayson or Bruce Wayne's yeah, ward, helping out as Robin, getting ready to be Nightwing. Yeah. But um, so, uh, you know, I I I thought that those were all. You know, I'm just going to be. I guess I'm just repeating myself from what I talked about earlier. So. Uh, I just thought it was a good episode, and it, and it, and it was one of those ones that I remembered from a long time ago. So I feel like it it has a lasting effect. And it's kind of sad that that's it. That you know, mm-hmm. Clayface is done. But it's great that we had Atsuko Tanaka direct it, and Bobby Goodman, the commander, the naval commander, retired naval commander, <laughs> Bobby Goodman, write this and shit. Paul and Paul Dini. And I understand now why Paul Dini gave him double talk and let him do the Scarface episode. It was like, pay your dues, and then we'll give you Clayface, Bobby. We know that you already paid your dues as a prisoner of war <laughs> in Syria. Well, great bad stuff, Steve. <laughs> cool boy nation, tune in next week. <laughs> same bad time, same bad channel. Cool boy bat nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of. Growing pain. <coughs> or... <laughs> You're right, Steve. Woo! Jesus, in the middle of these credit reads, you're just gonna have COVID, huh? I do not. I mean, we have to test ourselves. So. Yep. Well, like I said, we we get tested 14 days after every episode, so you know. Yeah. So. But I'm still waiting the results on our first test, so just stay quarantined, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm fine. We're. I thought we're in. We're here together in the studio. I just coughed on you. Yeah, but you're not living with me here, so don't well, I'm cough not in my mouth too much. You're, if you're quarantined, that means that we're not like. Uh, no, no, you're just quarantining yourself at home. That's all I mean. Don't do anything when you're home. No, I'm here with you. That means that I'm not quarantining. I'm broken. You're the quarantining quarantine. in the studio with me for eight hours a day, <laughs> and then I want you to quarantine at home for the remaining sixteen hours. Ugh. You're, what okay. are you like, my uh, cult boss? Yeah, I, I want to fucking know what you're doing. Me. I want to know what you're doing. I want to know when you're uh, in and when you're out. I want to know which grocery stores you're going to. I don't want you going near the center of the grocery <coughs> store. <coughs> Cro- See, this is gross. I'm okay. All right, back to the credits. Or what your favorite bad episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on iTunes. 
also donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Bizey's from Painsy's Ballard. <laughs> what? All right. See you next time from Nightwing Steve. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond.